Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, it's just one of those weeks where there ain't shit. But luckily we have a few things to discuss. Sloppy. It's a sloppy, it's a sloppy news week. Yeah, there's like pretty much nothing to talk about this week. But that doesn't mean the show won't happen. We do have some other things to talk about. Luckily, there was the 30th anniversary of Final Fantasy. A big post on Reddit that splashed with over 600 comments which I think is definitely something we can bring up. And uh, the Party Finder is a little bit more loopy recently than I think it ever has been before. Also, Sly had some sloppy PvP yesterday that apparently I need to ask him about while I was away. But anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy, Poporomo. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing good after a terrible, terrible fucking Monday. I'm I mean, I was in a plane for six hours Monday. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I would take that. I would really take that over the Monday night that I had. So, so Sly, I've, I've been away since like last Thursday. How how you been other than yesterday? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty pretty good. I will ask you about that. I literally have no idea. No, no one's told me anything. Hmm. So, I, they really want me to to hear it out of your mouth, apparently. Yeah. Meow, meow. Not right, meow, but you know, okay. sometime soon. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. This last weekend, I was at a KupoCon. Yeah. How's that? It was fun. So I went on Thursday because I have family out in mm-hmm. New Jersey. Um, of course. Was a, there was a Distant Worlds concert on Saturday with multiple did you shows. Go? I did not go because I yeah. went to. It was one of the only nights I could go and see some of my friends. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna go. I there were literally two or three people that offered me spare tickets, and I'm like, I literally can't do this so mm-hmm. sorry hung out with some friends instead that night saw my family a little bit um but it was good it was just a one-day event uh that had constant events they had um they had the chocobo ranch event they had an event called coos marsh uh susan calloway came there after the distant worlds concert the night before did an interview with the uh the hosts of kupo cast another final fantasy themed podcast ray chase the voice actor of noctis um, Edgar of World of Final Fantasy, and most recently the Master of Masters and back back cover for Kingdom Hearts was there. Did he? First off, did he do? Did he do an Ignis impression while yes, he was he there? Did. So, so, the, <laughs> okay, so Ray good. Chase did a one hour long Q and A, and uh, one of the one of the most commonly asked questions was, "When are you doing a voice for Final Fantasy 14 He's like, "They gotta hire me. Uh, you know, <laughs> they gotta if they hire me, then you'll see me in that game. But other until then, no. But it was great because a lot of people were just asking him questions and he'd reply in the Noctis voice. And at one point somebody asks him, what do you have to say to all of your fans, you know, who have supported you and who appreciate your voice acting? And uh, all he goes is like, he goes, you got, what can I say? You guys are the best. (laughs) And I was just like, everyone was like, I knew he was going to do that. I knew that that was a setup. So that person knew him. They spoke to him before the show. That was Mm -hmm. fucking, that was rigged right there um and then i did a panel me and uh Rese- yeah me and uh Resef from uh, i don't i just like saying his name like that he he's he's the the lead the lead moderator of the final fantasy 11 subreddit the final fantasy 14 subreddit i think some other subreddits i think not record keeper mm-hmm. i think grandmasters another one that he's in charge mm-hmm. of and we did one about final fantasy online community 11 and 14 huh. that went pretty well i feel we had a pretty good time uh, i'd imagine so yeah and uh yeah another thing what was the merch like there? so uh, the merch the merch was good because it was most of it wasn't a, a, another none of it was official square enix merch it was all of independent course. vendors or mm-hmm. you know people who have online businesses uh, there was one that was perlers they do custom perlers and then they do kind of like, like, like yeah exactly exactly like that one um yeah. and there they had you know obviously 15 ones old school final fantasy ones oh um, god i want to rna ones yeah, they do custom ones also. Um, there was somebody who hand stitched a bunch of uh, a bunch of 
plushes, as you can see right here. This is the Final Fantasy XIV Ultros Minion plush. Specifically, this is the Minion from Final Fantasy XIV. And I bought this because I loved it. And then I put it on my head and, and took a picture. And it was fantastic. Uh, there was also a full-sized Ultros one that wasn't for sale. But that one had, like, paper mache, and it would look fantastic. Now, was it 14 Ultros, or was it... Was uh, it well, it was, it was, well, a lot of them are the same. It wasn't Kingsglaive Ultros. It was, it was okay. Ultros. It was like the Ultros you expect to see. Um, okay. but they had a bunch of other, a bunch of other really good things. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun though. It was only one day, but they kept us busy the whole day. Now the, now the more interesting thing was I didn't see this until I was like in Newark and we were like figuring mm -hmm. out what we were doing. So the show ended at six. We did the online panel and then there was a little bit of time afterwards um, which again, the online panel went really well. It seemed like a lot of people mm -hmm. were very receptive to it. We did a live Q and A. Uh, Aya gave us some giveaways because Aya was there, dancing fighter, a member of the Final Fantasy XIV community team. Shout out! Cosplaying as Tifa there. It was a good time. And uh, so there was a two-hour break, and then <clears throat> there was an 8 p.m. 21 plus like section of it where there was a bar. By the way, I ordered one rum and coke. I was like, I'm probably going to have to order two or three of these. And I was like, oh, it's 10 bucks. Jesus. Literally, there's three shots of rum in that rum and That's coke. That's a strong-ass rum and coke. I was like, that, I paid 10 that bucks for coke that. Has, that was the only yeah, drink you I got needed. Work, you, got, you, you got your money's worth. I, 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 was, I was drinking. So honestly, the bar next to – so the bar, there was literally a restaurant and a bar next door. Then they mm -hmm. had some of their staff come over. I should have expected mm -hmm. it because they did the same thing. I literally had two of those in the bar next door. Mm -hmm. And I was like two shots instead of three, but then I came over and there was three shots. So I literally just like I had three drinks and it was like seven shots of rum. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was thumbs up. But uh, they also did trivia, the Final Fantasy trivia. But the big thing that like everyone was really like, what is gonna happen here? Mm -hmm. I look at the schedule and I see there's one thing that's bolded in a fancy font and it was and it read cosplay burlesque. <laughs> Lie your fucking face right there. <laughs> How <are> you doing? <laughs> did you go? First of all, did you go? It was in the same room, like as okay. the, as everything else. They just they had a designated a section for it, and they 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 were like on and off, like they did a segment and then they stopped. They did mm -hmm. another segment, they stopped. <laughs> I was like, I just I was sitting at the table with Ray Chase because uh -huh. we we were talking the we were talking most of the evening, like me, him, and a few other people. And we kept looking at each other like, this was not how I planned to spend my night. This was, it was, I mean, don't get me wrong. They put a lot of hard work into it, but Sly, you're going to. Was it, know, was it tastefully done? It, it was tastefully done. They said that they toned okay. it down to make it more tasteful than it usually is. Cause they do, they don't just do Final Fantasy. They do like any theme, this burlesque, this burlesque crew. They do. They've done. They've done like Legend of Zelda themes and uh, and and uh, any Overwatch. other. Overwatch. Yeah, I don't know if they've done Overwatch. I, I don't. I don't know all of their work. But no, Sly, you're gonna laugh at me for this. I've never been to a strip club, ever. That was the closest thing to me being to a to like a, a strip club. Man, um, you're going to you're going to TwitchCon this year, right? Yeah, most likely, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll make that. I'm not going to a strip club in Long Beach, dude. Well, that's, well, that's not happening. On. Come on, a strip club in Long Beach. Come on, man. Guys, guys, happy army. Listen, I'm too busy we, throwing we, my we money. I'm, make, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my money at subbies. We need to make this shit happen. Long Beach this year, later on this year for TouchCon, we're going to get happy into a strip club. We have to. We have to. It has to happen. I've been to the script club. That's different. That's different. Yeah. That's way different. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dude, I'm too busy. I throw my money at sub fees, not at polls. Yeah, I should have took them on in, into one in, in Vegas. I wouldn't have gone with you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I wouldn't have gone in the first place. Mel's been to strip <laughs> clubs. I haven't been to strip clubs. Yeah. yeah. Not interested. Not interested, but it was it was it was done tastefully. It was just I was yeah. like I wasn't sure. Like I was like, like one of like there was an, there was Ifrit, there was Renoa, there was Moogles, Chocobos. Um, trying to remember, there was oh the best one. Okay, the very first one they did was actually hilarious because it was like joking. It was like kind of like mm -hmm. making fun of burlesque. It was somebody who cosplayed as a full Tonberry. 
and they just like the Tonberry opens the robe, but it's still just the Tonberry like it's not like revealing. It's just the Tonberry mm-hmm. outfit, and it's just over the crotch. It just said doink. <laughs> oh, man, that's well done. Yeah, that was like it wasn't even actually burlesque. It was hilariously done. And then somebody, right. came, and then afterwards, somebody came out as Noctis, and then that was you know gender bend on Noctis. That was, that was mm-hmm. it was it was a very well put together show. The trivia was fun. Uh, every it was it was a good time. It was very relaxed. It wasn't like PAX where it's kind of like crazy and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But they make sure there was always something to do. And uh, big shout out to Alex and the rest of the Kupocon crew for making that happen. And I hope it gets a little more attention from Square Enix. Like they see the attendance, they see who. I mean, they had one of their voice actors. They had Susan Calloway show up. And maybe they pay a more attention to it next year. There's also one in March in Europe. I believe it's in London. So uh, if you guys don't know about that, I don't know if they have any tickets left for the London one, but you could at least, you know, Google it. Check it out. If someone has a link in the chat, feel free to. Uh, to... Oh, Ray Chase loved the Noctis. He was just like, I was like, I was like, Ray, what are you doing? Why are you not? Why is that not you up there? <laughs> he's like, he's like, because people, I want people to stay, not leave. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, it was a good weekend. But, I mean, from what I understand, like, my Monday was, like, I went to go have lunch with the family. I came home. But your Monday was far more eventful than mine, from what I understand. Okay. All right. So, I've gotten back into PvP, you know, Garo event. Got a few armor sets and whatnot. And this is after the change where we can't use our words anymore. This is my first time experiencing not being able to use my words How'd it go? There, there have been really fucking good days. Like when I started, like it, when I started, it was almost as if I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take a break from beast. And then there was Monday when, you know, I'm pinging and saying, you know, okay, hello, hi, uh, attacking ranged, getting. Hitting offensive, all that jazz. Match starts. I mark the target because it's so easy to mark a target on a fucking controller. And the thought that counts, like it, it's a thought. The thought, like, hey, I call this target. We're all gonna go for it, right? Wrong. We don't go for any of the fucking. We don't go for any of the mark targets or the fucking callouts. And like it, it, it gets it gets slowly but surely worse after each match. But there was one match; it was like the worst possible thing ever that really made me almost break my controller. Like the match was almost, almost, almost. Like these these matches got to the point where you know I just said fuck it. Like near the end of the match, just fucking take a knee. Don't even try to heal me. Why are you still healing me? I'm kneeling. I'm kneeling. I'm not even fucking DPSing. I'm kneeling. I'm I. Give no fucks about this match anymore. Don't fucking heal me. I'm not DPSing. I'm just standing here. But this last match in particular just really fucking pissed me off. Most of these matches, like I've had road scholars, you know, total fucking geniuses, who I make a call out. I'm not attempt- I'm calling out somebody who's got stacks, not the tank, not the tank because you know the tank's gonna have stacks. In general, but if they have know, ten stacks, you call for them. That's about you, it. You call for, of course. Fucking monk has stacks, like he has stacks. He has damn near tank stacks. I'm calling, like, okay, I die, I get back up, I call for it because I have adrenaline rush. I call for this shit at least five times. Attacking melee, attacking melee, attacking melee. Adrenaline rush ready. Attacking melee. You're putting way more effort into this than I anticipate anyone else. Yeah, yeah. And I go in and I go ham. I go, I get a stun off, and and I I lb I lb. Nobody's fucking attacking melee. Dude just walks away like he just got money from the ATM and just. That's it. Imagine you walk up to an ATM, pull out like forty bucks, and somebody hits you with a limit break, and then you just walk away. You just walk away. That's what it was like. Seems legit. I, I, I pretty much gave up. And then, yeah, like, I, I gave up. I, I fucking gave up. I, like, I, I literally fucking lost. Is this 4v4 or 8v8? 4v4. 
Okay, yeah, I was gonna say that seems to be where the bigger problems are. Yeah, yeah, because you, we're handcuffed. We are so fucking handcuffed right now. Um, with the whole pinging thing, there's so much we can say, and so much that, so much that gets left off of these little buttons that we have. You know, there's he has stacks, which doesn't make sense to a lot of people. I guess they don't see it. I guess they don't know. Um, you know, out of mana. All that jazz, like, you know, tune, attunement, yeah, all that jazz, like nothing. None of that is covered in a button. You can't cover that in a button. Uh, front lines, front lines was hell trying to get fucking wins, but it was a little bit more bearable than this shit I went through yesterday. It, it, I would actually go back to front lines and try to get wins. <laughs> like, I didn't. I went to, what did I do? What did I end up, end up doing? I ended up doing a Bismarck bird farm. And yeah, like I just said, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. I'm not doing feasts anymore. It's just fucking terrible. Even though I did a feast right before the show and actually won. So there, there is hope. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just went and did a Bismarck farm. Said fuck it. Right? Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal with anything. And then all of a sudden the Bismarck farm got bad for some reason because people can't tank swap i don't know why um and plus i roll shitty i i for some okay for some reason i get you had a really shit monday i I did for some reason i get what a a pony and and a burb and a a ravana burb today but yesterday in like how many ponies did i see how many birds i see in bismarck i saw at least two birds and damn, don't have any fucking chance of winning either one of them. I roll a four on the second one. That shit takes talent. This is like, you keep, like, I keep telling everybody, I have shitty luck on rolls. You want the music? Fine. I'll get it if I can, but have you seen my fucking rolls? I roll a four on a burb and I roll a 34 on the music. What, what makes you fucking think you're getting anything from me? Sorry. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use, I'm gonna segue that, okay, into a, a question to you regarding the chat. So we every week since the patch, I think it's now been two episodes since the patch. Um, mm-hmm. We've had the consensus that this chat ban on the feast, even before the patch came out, that this chat ban on feast uh-huh. was a bad idea. So you wouldn't, I wouldn't say you're not a hardcore PvPer, obviously. You're not somebody who, you know, is super dedicated to the idea of competing for high ranks in PvP. Would, would that be correct? Base, that's, that'd, that'd be correct. That that'd be correct in, be half, in half the sense. I mean, I'm like, I gave some thought as to climbing the ranks even after I got my last Garo um, mount. But after yesterday, I'm not even, yeah, I, that shit's out the window. And it seems that, so we have you on the casual side of the PvP, and you mm-hmm. have the hardcore PvPers, and it seems like... Who already got happened. their rank, already got their rank, they're not even doing it anymore. Well, no, it's I know great. a lot of them went back to do it, to, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of them, I, I just, for Garo wins, they figure they might as well compete. I know a lot of them went back to 4v4, just because it, it made more sense, like, and then some, it gave some people who are not in the top 10 a chance to maybe climb to the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um but it, I don't see. I don't. I've seen not a single person say a good thing about this chat ban. Do we think it's going to get reversed? If they want longevity in the feast, and what we're getting a new map, what three point five five? Is the new map not already in, or is it coming no. with the? Oh no, it's coming with the season change, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's coming in the season. So yeah, if we're getting, it, it would make sense for uh, them to remove the chat ban once we get the new map, because. It, it's one. Honestly, I don't even want them to wait that long. I can get away with eight v eight just fine, but for of course, more, no, no, no. So yeah, just yeah. I I agree. I think it should be sooner. I think as soon as possible, please. But but I can live with um, March or the once the once the new map comes in, just. Remove the shackles, please. I just, Remove I get it. I get it. You don't like cyberbullying, but shit, it's the internet, all right? People it's, are going to have, it's going to happen. And I said when this happened, when it, when we saw this in the patch shows, I said their heart was in the right place. This just ain't the way to do it. And actually experience. That's what Cross Server Blacklist is for now. 
Thank you. There you go. You don't like the way somebody's chatting. That's literally, I feel like that's... Allow us a blacklist in the feast. Allow us a blacklist so once we get done with the match, we just don't see the person anymore. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would just say not see the chat. Like, because sometimes you don't want to start limiting because that, that's, that's really tough on, on the algorithms for queuing to check to see no. if there's anyone who, who bans you or who's, who's banned, who banned you or you ban them. It's just that's mm. a lot of extra work. I just feel like either mute for the remainder of the match or I'll, I'll just cross server blacklist. No. He woke no. up. Now he's going to go lay down in a different spot because that's what my cat actually yeah. does. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I think they need to undo this this thing. But uh, I mean, it's been three point five has introduced a lot of really weird mentalities in the community as a whole. Mm -hmm. Anyway, because the other thing is the Zervin extreme and the Party Finder. You don't push sore. Get the fuck out. You can't do this shit. You're not going to join my fucking PF. So here's the thing. The game has been ridiculous. Like that. The game has been like that. It's always been like that. For every bit of content, it's always been like that. Three, the, the three strikes people. The you don't push this, get the fuck out. Three, um, the um, I said three strikes. Um, low DPS, get the fuck out. Uh, anything, get the fuck out. You know, if you didn't watch a Mr. Happy video, you're not joining. If you did watch a Mr. Happy video, you're not joining. <laughs> I mean, you know, one or the other. But with Zervin, with Zervin in particular, people are extra volatile regarding regarding the requirement of item level 260 or a minimum DPS to skip soar. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. I can understand if you don't want because apparently there's, like, demon claws and, and cannons, like, wave. I can understand not wanting to, to, you know, deal with all that shit. But specifically to ask to skip soar... It's just, I don't know. It's just such a weird thing. Like, How so? I, know, I know that, because so here's the thing. I know all the guides specifically mention that you can skip it and that it is great to skip it. But mm -hmm. we still explain how to do it. All, all of the guides explain how to do soar. We just let you know that if you could skip it. can it, be skipped. It can be skipped, right? And that that's definitely but, makes things easier. Okay, here, here's the thing about that. You skip soar. You have, like, you have awesome DPS, you skip soar. Nine out of ten, when you get the final phase and you actually do soar, the tethers. Really... Uh, most of the time, you don't even get to soar in this last phase because people fuck the tethers. Even with the Xeno Strat, even with um, mm -hmm. the general knowing of the patterns that people can have, people still fuck the tethers so hard that half the time you don't get to soar. And soar, honestly, tank albeit, you don't even have to do the mechanics. That's what I'm saying. Like you're like soar. Soar is not even a mechanic if you have good D DPS, because one, that first sword you're not going to see. Two, you're going to tank LB the second one, laugh at that, and then finish the fucking pipe. Yeah, exactly. And I've and I, all of us have made that recommendation. Like, that's a common recommendation, is to literally mm -hmm. just tank LB the sword. And then you don't need to worry about where you're positioned, even though there's an exact grid that tells you exactly where to stand. But if you're a learning party, you have no right to be asking to skip sword. Okay, because <laughs> that's the opposite of learning. Learn it in the first phase so you know how to do it in the last phase. And it's like you said when we talked about this, like, on the day of. A lot of people, again, cross-server party, a lot of people, one, don't raid. So that means they're not going to have the higher, the higher level gear or weapons that most people who are having an easy time with, with Zervon actually have. So, like, like like you said, it's a it's it's not a PF friendly prime. Again, I went back and did this with my static, and we just. I, I don't think it's want. PF unfriendly. I think people are unfriendly with it in the party finder, specifically. You know what I mean? Little, like, co little column A, little column B. There's, uh, yeah, like, there's a very set strategy to mm -hmm. do that. It's just people people want to. People want to ride a motorcycle before they've even ridden a bicycle. Right. And it's it's just just get in there and get the practice. Get everyone the more people that you practice with, the more people that get some time in there, the better off the general experience will be in the party finder. If you keep mm -hmm. limiting it to the fact where if we don't skip sore, we're not doing this. That's like that's not even a willingness to try. <laughs> That's what and I don't I, like. 
and nine out of ten, those people who have the PFs who are saying skip sore or are the bust, people who are not good enough to skip sore. <laughs> one, not good enough. Two, don't have the item level like to even bother skipping sore. So like you're pretty much depending on everybody else to be geared and like beaten A12, yeah, beaten A12S and have the gear, have more gear than you, and you're you're essentially asking for a carry, in my opinion. Sort of. Yeah. I just don't know why Zervin in particular has sucked this like mentality out of the all of the community and just like put it in the forefront. Like I have seen asked to skip mechanic before but with i don't know it's just mm -hmm. something about sore people are so people don't want to deal it. with it. it people don't want to deal with it because the first day when people had to deal with sore it's like okay but we know oh, we can push this do it now we, we know how to do it now but oh we can push this we don't have to deal with this okay i'd rather not deal with it and just sit here and try people rather not like sit there and try to deal with it aka teach you how to deal with it they would rather not do that they would rather just push through laugh at the second one through a tank lv and just be done with it. it it's 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 more of a teaching thing i guess i don't know they ain't teaching shit because nobody's able to fucking do it do it exactly uh, <laughs> yeah i'm hell even i'm i'm in my pf right now and i'm looking at some of of the titles to the pfs it's a bond farm like this is just a farm. Bring good TBS okay. all mechanics. Farm, I can understand. Like farm, I'm farm, not gonna criticize. Understandable. Then you're you're asking for a certain caliber of player to make sure that it's as as easy as possible. It's really just the learning parties demanding mm -hmm. a skip of sore that I feel is excessive. Bird farm. I don't care if we skip sore or not. Just no mechanics. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah. Good. It's still good. embarrassing. He has to comment that he doesn't care. Yeah, and honestly, if I'm gonna take a shot, that guy has three people in his party at most. So yeah, it's gotten better. Learning, watch a video, persistence and patience. Good, fine. You know, you know, shit like that. That's pretty cool. I'll take that. I'm just I, I I moving into the expansion. I'm curious to see where this attitude. Oh, your face! I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. Okay, never mind. That was Sophie X. Never mind. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I was, I was trying to say, wait, what the fuck? But yeah, go ahead. Skip, skip all mechanics. There you skip go. Skip all the mechanics. Oh man, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm upset seeing it. I hope that people. Oh god, what, what now? Zavon Bird Farm. No bonus. No baths. No baby. Skip sore. <laughs> there you go. Like I said, farm party, farm party, it's acceptable. I mean, is it really acceptable? I, well, well, I get, understand the skip sword. It's more acceptable. It's more, ex okay, it's more acceptable in farms, but learning parties is just why. Because but. farms are, are efficient. They're supposed yeah. to be as efficient as possible. So, like, I get it. But not, for me, if you're learning the fight, if you barely, just stop asking the skip sword. <laughs> I will say this, too. Don't forget Stone Sky Sea is a thing. Go hit Deserve and Stone Sky C if you haven't. Exactly. When have we ever said, well, I've said it. I've been a proponent of Stone Sky C in, in terms of, you know, basically if you need to gauge your DPS and, you know, you're not willing to use add-ons or anything, go to Stone Sky C. Use it. It works. It's a good, it's a good telltale sign of whether you can or cannot skip sword. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the I don't I don't know what the the how many seconds you need left to be considered like optimal sore skipping. I'd imagine mm -hmm. it would you'd have to be able to beat the fight with quite a few seconds remaining, like a lot of seconds remaining. Yeah. Uh, but still, seriously, don't forget that if you're someone out there who's trying to to work on Zervin, and even if you're somebody who is one of those people who's trying to do those skip sore, go practice Stone Sky C. You know, don't forget that practice, no matter how easy we say a primal is compared to the rest of them, practice is still perfection. And considering the first part of the fight has very little mechanic-wise to do, there's a that Stone Sky C uh, efficiency matters a lot for getting as much damage out as possible. Uh, just please go SSS. Just go make sure you can even beat that. 
skip this, skip that, Tank LB second sword. And hey, at least he's content. reminding people that Tank LB the second sword. So many people forget that. <laughs> and then you wonder why content is so watered down. Wow. Jesus. There you go. Well, I mean, he's... Honestly, it's the people still have the, the trouble with it. So, you know, it's, wow. it, is, it is what it is, you know, so... I just, I, I just hope that that attitude doesn't perpetuate. And I got to admit, another big problem is the fact that Zervin has so many skippable mechanics in the fucking first place. You know what would solve this problem? If you couldn't skip the fucking sore. What if, what if at 90% you're automatically in that phase and it's 75% to skip sore? I don't think it was, like, that's not, it, it wasn't intentional. Uh, like I, like most of these things we find out like for example the stuff we find out in in savage that we could skip and we just lose our fucking minds and it kind of throws everybody off because you know we didn't know it could be skipped i believe it wasn't intentional but again it, you're asking for you're asking for a change in design in in kind of raid design quote unquote it's not intentional. It wasn't intentional. But here's the thing. When you you are, as a designer, able to place limitations on your fight, and you can mm -hmm. make a fight just you, – you can make it so that this isn't – you could design a fight so that skipping mechanics isn't as big of a thing. You right. either cram the mechanics in faster, which Zervin, to be honest, is, is, does his mechanics very slowly. Yeah, he does. Like, if you think about the fight, like even getting to tethers, he drops the tethers on people and then almost immediately shoots an AOE, but then he has like seven seconds before he does the next mechanic and then like 15 seconds for the mechanic after that, although there's a cleave in there. And mm -hmm. then it's like eight seconds before the meteors even hit. And then another like eight seconds for the AOE. Chain. Like he gives you a ton of time to do his mechanics. Mm -hmm. People just panic. And I just think that if... They had designed it in such a way that skipping sore was not even a thing. I can understand maybe skipping the demon's claw, which is not really a big game changer of a mechanic. That's a super simple thing. You could bring a tank, you know, have them use your invincibility, and you're fine. It's cheesable. It's cheesable. Sore is cheesable too, but not at seventy-five percent. You know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I think that they could design it in such a way where this attitude is not perpetuated, and that you just got to learn sore. That's it. So are you a proponent in future let's go with primals and raid content? Primals that. for me is more important because that's a piece of content a lot more people see. Okay. That's to me that's far more important for this kind of design flaw with Zervin to be rectified. So you wouldn't you wouldn't mind it in Savage, like whenever you find something that's skippable and you just run with it in Savage. You wouldn't mind that, would you? No. Okay. There are some mechanics that are okay to skip, like, oh, we skipped a tank buster. Okay, big deal. Okay, fantastic. You know? But, like, skipping things like Lapis, the entire Lapis phase of A11 Savage, is ridiculous to me. That that's even programmed into the game. But skipping Lapis... is that, amazing. It's, it's amazing. It feels One, it's so good. It's amazing, but two, when we try, when we actually try to do it, we were no, first trying to do it. it it's, it's so difficult to pull off because you can fuck yourself over if you have too much DPS. You need to have too much DPS within a certain frame. If you do too frame. much before that frame, then mm -hmm. he doesn't get the ability off and it's far more. Right. Yeah. Like I skip right. Lapis every week. Yeah. Just because we know how to kind of we we understand with crit variants like we can what we can get away with. And sometimes mm -hmm. maybe we all had a little bit lower crit rate and he maybe is like 0.1% off when we after we LB him and then we feel dumb. But it's still the fact that that's even programmed into the game, that this entire phase is skippable because you did enough damage in the first phase, mm -hmm. and he just skips it going into the second phase. I'm like, why would you even program it like that? That's my thing. Because then what happens? Oh, then groups could be like, skip Lapis. Mandatory, skip Lapis. Skip Lapis. <laughs> skip it Lapis or bust. Yeah, it's I just I don't know why you would make it work that way. That's I just I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. And I just hope that going forward we see less thing designed in such a way that promotes this kind of mentality. 
because that's that's the easiest way to don't even just try to avoid that sort of design philosophy and you're good to go but when it when it came down to it let i'm looking at this from the um from the pov of like say for example the people who actually cleared it first not out 10 when they cleared it you're talking about a mechanic like they probably only saw maybe once in a 20 minute span of time and then the next pull date from there from there on in they never saw it again that was sore for me yeah no we just we we, we took it easy on the first pull we got sore we had seen sore in normal mode it's just we had to mm -hmm. react to it differently in savage and it, it murdered right. us and then we started skipping it every fucking pull so yeah right it's just and then the, the first ga 100 of <laughs> of arc yeah like i'm thinking of all the mechanics you can skip in a11 savage and it's insane but a lot of the times it comes down to skip a photon skip a whirlwind you know uh but I, I skipping the lapis is really the big one that stands out to me. Cause that's, a, that's a whole, that's like going, that's like, that's like doing Titan and skipping the mm -hmm. heart phase because you pushed him right. so hard. He just immediately goes into final phase without ever summoning his heart. Skipping tank busters in a 12. Like skipping, again, skipping tank busters for me is something that's like, it feels good to skip it because it's, mm -hmm. you're, you're rewarded in such a way that isn't super detrimental to the fight. But right. You literally skip an entire phase or you skip an entire like, mechanic check that's not a mechanic check that's did i hit my fucking tank cooldown and get a heal after okay fantastic soar yeah. is not that <laughs> no oh man just uh, yeah i mean that's that's a whole phase it's just i don't like it when a whole phase is destroyed when it comes to when it comes to that oh man anyway i hope that i just hope the design philosophy changes for that and that they understand what is an okay mechanic to incorporate as skippable versus demon claw i think that's fine soar i do not think that's fine because <laughs> demon claw is already fucking cheesable <laughs> oh yeah like you could skip boost in a5 savage i hated that if you did enough oh yeah you could yeah 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 you literally just he starts big and then he stays small for like three minutes straight it's like why mm -hmm. are you designing your fight that way like why did you think i need we need to put this this, because that means they programmed a breakpoint in. They made a conscious decision to program a breakpoint in where if you do this much damage, he won't become large again. Gear progression. I, think it's, that, I don't it's feel partially, like... It's partially due to the gear progression. When you get when you start this fight, you're under the... Uh, the programmers are under the uh, assumption that, one, you don't have all the gear and damage in the world to make that push. But as you gradually get that gear... It, I think they underestimate a lot of players in this game. They get, they they really underestimate a lot of players once they actually get the gear and they min max their jobs to to hell and back, and they actually have the DPS. Yeah, it kind of throws them off because they don't know they like. Based on the gear progression where it's at right currently, for whatever tier of savage you want to go through, like they have this assumption of where the line is, where people should, like, with normal, quote-unquote, um, normal players amounts of gear. Yeah, no, yeah, normal players, normal amounts of gear should be able to do what they should be able to do and what mechanics they should see. Again, it's like all these fights are, are just a song and dance, and you're, you're skipping parts of the song and dance as you progress, as you get more gear, as you get more weapons. And then your group's full BIS, and there's like it's not even a song and dance anymore. It's just so. So I, there's another example here in the chat of A12 Savage. You can literally skip the entire um, what the 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 circles plus laser plus sacrament. Mm -hmm. How you yeah, can skip yeah. that entire thing if you just bring enough damage in the on the world yeah. first kill. They practically skipped it. You know, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that's see that's a, that's a, that's a problem on the opposite end. So the big thing with arc is I don't, I don't mind if they want to force push you into the lapis phase at a mm -hmm. certain point. I do mind that the lapis phase has a programmed skip percentage. Whereas A12 Savage, there's no mechanic throughout the entirety of the fight that can outright be skipped. Maybe you skip a tank buster or something like that. But the entire fight is timed. 
where the first phase, he's always going to jump after a certain attack or if you hit 80%. So again, once again, the best, you skip a tank buster. The adds, you have to deal with the adds. And then when you kill a group, if you kill them faster, they come out. The next group comes out. Okay, fine. Um, and then those DPS checks, fine. Then you have the next phase in A12 Savage where he says the time stops. All right, you're not skipping anything there, but at this point it becomes a race to get him as low as possible, so you don't need to do yeah, it's not, and, and for that, it's not even a race. Like, it's not even a matter of DPS or a race anymore. It's a matter of, well, how many people do you want to leave out now? Because, you know, you can leave people out of time age. You don't have to take four people. You can take three people and still be all right. So for me, that's that's more of an interesting strat because you're still not skipping the mechanic. You're just doing You're not skipping the mechanic. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it in a different way. You're leaving people outside to do more damage um, on Alexander rather than going in and dealing with that. So so this is, a, this is an example of, and this is what I like to call, this is what we call a soft enrage in a sense. Mm-hmm. So GNF brings up that in A6 Savage, the second robot, which I believe was... was uh, brawler, the one that goes into the center with the with the things that spin around. It's been so mm-hmm. long. I, I think it's blaster. Yeah, because yeah, blaster does the mirages. Brawler does the does the thing. Yeah. Where you're rewarded for killing him faster because you have less saw blades to dodge. Yep. You could do it really quick and only get two saw blades. You could do it at an okay speed to get three, or you could do it really slow and get four. Work. You're not skipping a mechanic there. You're being rewarded because the mechanics the the end phase is based on how well you did, but you still have to do that end phase. You can't skip the saw blade phase altogether. Mm-hmm. Things like that, it's just like, there are right and wrong ways, and they've shown proficiency in both, but Zervin is a is in the wrong direction. A11 Savage is, I'd say, at least somewhat in the wrong direction. A12 Savage being able to just ignore... At some point, the fight should go, well, we're under the final phase. Fuck you. I want you to, I want you to see all the mechanics. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> nope too much DPS. Fuck that. We don't even see we don't even see lasers. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to see that sort of design improved going into Stormblood. We'll see. Some it, I just I don't know. It's, you can almost tell when one fight's made by one developer and another fight's designed by another one. Because they just each have different ideologies that mm-hmm. you can recognize almost. And it's just too much just demand players just keep, create an equal ground where all players have to learn at least somewhat similar the- mechanics. And maybe you add these things for the super extremes where, you know, maybe you skip something because it's just way insane. Mm-hmm. But, like, come on. Don't be putting those breakpoints into currently existing fights that are new and that people are doing for gear. Because that's, like, that's just way under tuning. My thing is, like, if we... If you make it this way, for example, when the content isn't even relevant anymore, for example, um, Ravana, where you don't even see, you don't even see half the fucking fight. You don't even see half the mechanics. At that point, the fight is so old that it's almost yeah. like, it's it's hilarious. Right. You can't future-proof everything. Right. But you can current-proof it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I can think to describe it. You can current-proof current proofing. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Increases HP. Man, yeah, just use an HP vial on Zervin. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, do the same thing for Zervin that you did for um, Diabolos and Dinscaith, where you, where you hit him. Yeah, yeah, for, uh, yeah, just give him, give him so much HP that his HP doesn't even go down for the first first phase when he's at the top, and then... I, you know what? It's going to happen eventually. I have a feeling... I, I'd be real. I don't, actually no. This won't happen. I was. I'm worried one day they'll do something like soar. The amount of damage soar and the AOE's that come out during soar reduced to the point where you could eat one of each without a tank LB. <laughs> I hope they don't. The gear will do that naturally. Gear actually, that. you can. You can with yeah, gear. With, 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 Natu- with, naturally with gear, with gear you can. With gear and some form of mitigation. I've seen it survive with like an eloquium or something. Mm. I've seen. I've seen groups stack up and do a crit deploy or just even just a regular ad load deploy. And mm-hmm. then maybe stone skin a few, maybe stone skin a few people if they can, and completely be o- be okay there. Yeah, yeah. Our I've seen scholars wing it and drop. Uh, they know where the swords are going to be, and they drop a, a sacred soil where there's a few people around it. Like I've seen, I've seen people improvise and do that. And by the way, kudos to those players who take that extra mile to just get their group through that first soar or even through the second one. But mm-hmm. shouldn't be able, shouldn't be such a big deal to skip it. <laughs> it shouldn't be such a big deal, but it is. It oh, is. Man. 
So, uh, the other thing that I kind of wanted to touch on is a Reddit thread that happened over the weekend. One that had oh, over God. 600 replies to it. Now, <sighs> I know I have quite a few people, in the, at least in the live stream section, who frequent, who frequent uh, you know, State of the Realm. Um, I mean, it just, it's just kind of a, a more common thing to do nowadays. Uh, mm -hmm. The title of the thread is Misinformed, a story of arrogance, rage, and misguided intent. 626 comments. It is a day old. I play this game the way I want. You don't pay my sub. Yeah. So <laughs> it is it is Basically. a it is a thread regarding players, two players that are unnamed. And if you mm -hmm. know who those people are, please do not don't use your words. Do not no. use your words in this case. Because that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about the mentality. We're not here to talk about these specific players. But they're players that have gotten into a, a, a sense of I'm right, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Which is something I've, I see a lot in the level 30 or 40 duty finder, or like you don't pay my sub, that whole thing. Um, mm. But this is these are players who have played Final Fantasy since 11. They're playing through mm. 14. And they have the a lot of these thoughts, and they refuse to budge from these thoughts. I will, I will list a few of them right here. Um, one of the players thinks it's literally impossible to heal living dead off the tank and that it is basically a suicide button. Basically, if you are living deaded, you're going to die. It's just giving you 10 seconds to help out the group. <sighs> that's, that's one of them. Um, and if you tell them they're wrong, they won't listen. Right? You just have to show them. Show them. Heal. Please heal the fucking tank and show them. Give them proof that it can work. Oh my god. Keep going. Um, they won't play with Lalafell tanks because they believe their <laughs> racial stats make them inferior. AKA, they're racist in game. That is just bad. That's racist. That's racist. See, that's a Final Fantasy XI thing, though, because I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I knew Taro Taro's in Final Fantasy XI who were gods and who were tanks. But uh, that's, that's, that's one example. Um, what's another one? I'm just cherry picking a few of these right oh, here. Oh, please, please keep, go keep going. <laughs> please keep going. <laughs> one believes that stats in the game have hidden meanings. Determination helps you generate extra enmity, vitality increases defense, and dexterity increases block rate, which, by the way, did used to be true, that last one. It used yeah. to be true. It is no longer true. In the same vein, they believe that it, when they made the strength and vitality change, that strength lost all of its benefits and that it has no sort of uh, stat scaling, which is also why they criticized the tank for melding strength and critical hit rate materia and eventually kicked him from their group. One of them. Okay, here's, here's a good one. Doesn't use most of their abilities between D DPS and tank jobs. Reason? I don't I need don't, them. I don't need them. They don't use some abilities because I don't need them. So the point we're trying to make with this is this seems like an extreme case, and it is, of negligence to read. Let me. Oh, to be clear about the strength of it thing, they thought that that was. For, I meant for tanks. They thought that strength had lost all benefit for tanks. Who doesn't need a cooldown? What the fuck are you talking about? These these are probably some of the same people I was healing. Oh my god! <laughs> In the feast? <laughs> no, not even, no, I don't heal the feast. Fuck that. When I was actually healing, like, can I get a cooldown, please? Please, you're making this really hard on me. I don't know how I've gotten through like this half of Dust Vigil and you are alive and you have not used one cooldown. You haven't even you haven't even used your fucking stacks. And this was a warrior. That's like that's like the days when Warrior had to hold on to five stacks because even though they wanted to use Infuriate, they Did needed not touch they, they needed the extra healing. They needed the cause cause the inferior the stacks were directly correlating to the healing you received back in that day, back in those days. You weren't around for that. You don't remember how 2.0 Warrior worked. You weren't around for that. No. And yeah, and 2.0 Warrior, inner, inner Beast healed for 300% of the damage. It wait, wait, which part of 2.0? Like, pre... Like, literally, the, be like the very beginning of 2.0. Okay. Like, okay, the, yeah. the game relaunched. 
Warriors Infuriates decks, each of them was 2% increased healing received, or 3% or something like that. So, but if you ever used them, it meant you basically lost like 10 to 15% healing received, and Inner mm. Beast didn't mitigate damage. It just healed 300% of the damage it dealt. Vengeance didn't mitigate damage. Home Gang wasn't an invincibility button. All these things. So when you say not using stacks, it reminds me of Warriors holding on to Infuriate stacks just to receive the increased healing. Yeah, I look. The entire run. Did not use one single stack. Did not Inner Beast one time. Did not use one cooldown. Somehow, some way. We got through the entire dungeon, and it was okay. I had well, to, it just means I, you did so good. I did. Like, can I be lazy? Can no. I be lazy for once? And actually, I wanted to DPS. I couldn't because I had to heal this ass who didn't want to use a cooldown or didn't want to use their fucking stacks. I have, I, a, I have the chat asking what Home Gang did. So it had a three Yalm range, and it all mm -hmm. it did was root you and the enemy. So it had so it had half the range it has now. And all it did was root you and the enemy in place. Or the genius who standed in the gold bile and fucking Ormville. Like, like that was a, that was a hell. I remember, I remember that. Oh, God. I remember that. Like, why are you standing there? But I read this and I, I almost have a hard time being mad when I'm, I, I, I'm in disbelief, but I have a hard time believing that I'm reading it. Until I just. Recall, I, I find it believable. I find it believable, very. I, I like here's the I've never seen it to this extreme before. I've seen you know healers shouldn't DPS. Okay, I've seen tanks shouldn't <laughs> DPS. Those are like the most generic. <gasps> oh god, please don't bring that up. Those are the most generic ones, you know, like that people have seen in the Duty Finder or in Shadow uh -huh. or on the forums or whatever. So I'm used to those, you know. Yeah, we think you should just heal this entire dungeon. No DPS. Okay. Can I get a gif of that, please? I want that. Oh, yeah, summoners should never use res. Like, I've seen that. Uh, good face. You know, um, what's it called? Uh, what's, what's another one? It's, I'm thinking of a tank one. Um... I've seen, this is probably one of the more, I've seen tanks don't need provoke, just learn how to handle enmity. Seriously? I've seen Have that you one. met Bismarck's, <laughs> have you met Bismarck extreme? I've, I've, I've seriously seen that argued, You that, that warriors and dark knights don't need provoke, you just need to learn how to watch your enmity. The fuck does that mean? Oh my god. I've seen this, this I've, I've seen this happen. I shit you not, I've seen this. I can understand I just leveled Warrior to 50, I don't have Provoke. I can, I can get that. And then you tell that person, well, you're going to need it, so you get Provoke. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's great. I've seen that happen. It sucks when it happens. It's funny when it happens, because it usually happens at a time where you really need the Provoke. But you know what? Whatever. The person was trying to play, they were playing a job they enjoyed. You really don't need Provoke prior to, you know, max level or a few things at level 50 that you don't even do nowadays. Um... But I've seen I've seen things like that, and it's just I have a hard time believing that this uh, that these kind of things exist. And as someone who played eleven, where we made shit up all the time to like try and create reason, like so in Final Fantasy eleven, I don't know if you know this, there was okay. for literally the entire lifespan of the game the belief that each direction had an affiliation with a different element when you were crafting. And crafting was very simple. You basically pressed the button, and then it, it executed, and it had a chance to fail, chance to high quality, chance to mm -hmm. succeed, chance to level up. All those things just procced as soon as you were, like, you know, finished with the craft. Whatever. But they believe that, like, if, for example, if north is earth and south is wind, and you're trying to use wind crystals to, to level up, then you need to be facing earth because... Uh, I think I got that backwards. I think if you're wind, you want to be facing... Yeah, you'd want to be facing south because earth is strong against... Uh, or wind is strong against earth. So if you're facing earth, it means you have an easier chance of completing the craft but not of getting the skill up. All these, like, crazy beliefs. You know what happened last year? Final Fantasy XI AMA. Developer mm -hmm. said, yeah, none of that shit ever existed. <laughs> For 15 years, we created... Isn't that kind of like what the... What we always thought of Atma? Yeah. 
like how yeah. like the the JP method of Atma, where like mm-hmm. the first fate you do after like the hour in a certain zone was guaranteed drop rate, you know. Oh yeah, we were we. I remember all the Atma conspiracy theories. Yeah, like it, it's very yeah. reminiscent of the Atma uh, conspiracy conspiracy theories. It's uh, it was uh, yeah, that's a special thing. I don't know. All I have to say is you're a new player listening to this and you saying these are things you didn't know. That's fine. It's okay to not know how things work. It's another thing to Mm -hmm. preach the opposite. So please read your abilities. That is the ultimate lesson. Read your tooltips. That is the ultimate lesson that we have here. And there's another one. I remember that post. Someone who only uses try disasters for their dots instead of hard casting them because they're not worth hard casting. So if their dots, as soon as their dots fall off from try disaster, they wait for the next try disaster. Moms and bosses. I've been seeing that since 3.0, actually. That's a newer post, but I've been seeing that since 3.0. I think mobs and bosses had their own resistances, discusses many issues with blaming DPS and using their quote-unquote wrong abilities. Yeah. In other words, basically the idea that if you're against an ice sprite, you'd never use Blizzard 3. Those kind of things. You alright, Sly? Okay, man. Do you have any do you have any words of wisdom? Drizzy 2017, don't do this. Don't do it. Don't do it. This all this, don't do it. Please don't do it. I see someone in the chat says they don't even bother raising a 24 man. You know what? I can understand that a little bit. That a little bit I can because understand. Eventually you get used to like one person dying to every single thing. Even if it's like, like, sounds like Doom Skate's first even, day. Even, even if there's no first time bonus. Like that person has beaten it before and they still like they die to every mechanic over and over. You're just like, I'm not fucking bothering. All right. Somebody else wants to do that shit. Go right ahead. You be the bigger person. I've seen that before in 24 minutes. It's just, yeah. I, I just, I read this post and I had so few words for it, but I just wanted to bring it up because I had a feeling people would, uh, would, would get a, a kick out of it. Both, both consider themselves one of the best in their roles. Hasn't touched Savage. Hasn't even touched Alex, period. That means, by the way, when they say hasn't touched Alexander, period, they mean normal mode, like A1. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. You're the best, though, man. In deeps. You're the best. Side you of gotta my wonder if it's like if it's like a long con, like they are actually trolling the whole time, but it's like the long con. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Yo, let's play exactly like this. This is what we do every day." It's bad. Yeah, I, I was like, "Oh, you're gonna have a giggle." There you go. First time on Monk died to pretty much everything on Scothic. Yeah, I'll res somebody a couple of times. And then I lose. I'm like, you know what? I literally am out of MP from resing these like handful of people over and over and over. Yeah, the three res rule. There you go. That's that's the good one. The three res rule. If you have to res someone yeah. three times, you they they they've spent them all. <laughs> they they've used up their allowances. <laughs> oh man, that's a good time. So uh, yeah, if you uh, if you see players like that, guys, I would honestly encourage not to even engage in conversation. No. Mm-mm. Don't even don't try to convince them that they're wrong. Just just treat them bitches like just, a blank just, envelope just go, and do not address them. Go order a pizza and just enjoy. That's that's all I got. You know? That's that's all I that's that's all I got. Um, treat them like NPCs. They're not there. Yeah, they're 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 NPCs who, you know, they got hosh fawned. They're gone. You they're know? gone. That's it. Feels bad, man. Yeah, some bosses get easier with less people. Looking at you, Calphisteri. <laughs> Looking at you. I don't meld because it doesn't actually increase my stats. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh god, so gonna start about meld. Oh my god, you've been doing savage for how many weeks and don't have a meld? There you go. Oh my god, I'm sorry. This is taking me back to so many memories. <laughs> Some people in chat might like, no. God, okay, let's move, let's move on. Ooh. 
this has been a good night. Like we, you, you, you were saying that we actually didn't have a show tonight. This is gonna be a short show. Pretty fucking good show so far. Good shit. Amazing. Amazing. So um, on that note, there's I guess in terms of news, um, there isn't yeah news like news news. Uh, <laughs> news, those, news. Those were more like hot topics that we wanted to bring up. Not the not the the show. Not not the store. You know what I mean? Um, there you go. Um, there, the next, the next seasonal event's coming up, Valentine's Day. Uh, it actually starts on, what is that, Friday? Is Friday the second? No, third, yeah, wait, Friday, Thursday, Thursday is the, uh... Thursday the second. Yeah, Thursday is the second, okay. So it starts Thursday, uh, February 2nd, and ends the day after Valentine's Day, uh, 6.59 a.m. Pacific. And, what, are you about to say something? Yeah, I was about to ask, um, you did the Valentine's Day, uh, event I last honestly year. don't even remember what it was. I actually don't even think I did it last year, to be honest. You... Really? I don't think it, I it was where there was a um, – it's kind of like a tarot card reader, and you – I definitely had some, do that. Yeah, yeah. If you had, like, a partner or somebody um, – like, I did it with Lex, and we – since we already did our ceremony and everything, we did it, and, like, we got pretty much good outcomes for all the cards, all the card readings that we did. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. And then we got the awful-ass bed that I have in my fucking FC room, which is fucking terrible. This this year you get the the dote emote which is yep that emote it even sprays a few hearts there you go you get the angel of mercy minion it says come and save me tonight <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh, then an orchestrian role and a paramour vase no no outfits no outfits a fucking vase and a vase an emote and a minion and music called. The kiss. There you go. What? Be careful, that's a trap. <laughs> Lisette de Valentine is awfully eager to share the love with you during this special season. Oh, Lisette. That uh, could have been good to see the localization team is still going strong on that one. Mm-hmm. And that's happening. That's just another thing. Other than that, like the the thirty year anniversary like announcements all happened already, and there really wasn't anything in terms of fourteen. They just re mentioned that Stormblood. Hey, we're watching. getting Boss Cup noodles, though. Dude, I want that fork. The fork. Yeah, the fork. There's a special fork. Did you not the know noodles? about the? Did you not know about the fork? No. You didn't know about the fork. I didn't know about the fork. You didn't know about the fork. Oh my god! Did you not know about the fork? I don't know. All right, here I'll I'll read it to you. Where is it? Where the fuck is it? Cup noodle will release with fifteen new flavors, each based on a classic FFL, and there's also a special fork where the handle is shaped like Final Fantasy VII's ultimate weapon. We're not getting these cup noodles because we live in America, dude. I've, I'm importing them. Fuck it. <laughs> You're importing all I'm the cup in, noodles. I'm gonna import a fork. <laughs> Import the fork. I'm gonna get a fucking fork. There's a new manga series that's gonna be out in Japan. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't too. Oh yeah, there's a new FF fashion line coming out. When I saw when I saw the when I saw the pictures of these, I I was just thinking, what the fuck. So I'm really confused about the very last thing it says that's coming with the 30th anniversary. Okay. An FF exhibition will take place in Japan. To celebrate the series 30th in 2018, which is the 31st anniversary. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the 30th anniversary is in December, specifically. Mm-hmm. Or the end of November. But do it this year. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you had this event for the 30th anniversary. And you're saying, like, all this hype for 30th anniversary this year. Um, and then you're going to have something for, like... Either keep it official or don't. And then we didn't get any uh, official word on a quote-unquote box set, which we are, we're all assuming that there's going to be a 30th. Well, I don't, they didn't announce it. This is the place they would have announced it. I still have hope. Still I'm have really hope. upset that I, there's nothing about Final Fantasy 1 coming to Steam. I mean, maybe there are things that aren't here. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny that we're getting Power Rangers suits on February 21st. Yeah. And we know, like, they, they talked about 15, 12, Zodiac Age, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, 
And then the only things with 14 was that they re-announced Stormblood was on the 20th, and then they talked about Daddy of Light, which we've already known about since the last live letter, so that's not even right. news. Right. Oh, yeah, Marco, holla at your boy. Get me some, some cup noodle, yo. Cup noodles. Holla at your boy. Holla, holla at your boy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we're just bringing up some, some things here right at the end for the 30th anniversary. Uh, it wasn't that exciting of an announcement, but it's still some good things happening this year. Um, and I'm excited to see a lot of stuff. We'll find out later. Hey, listen, I just want Stormblood, man. I want Bloodstorm. I'm talking about. And uh, so yeah, so don't forget we have. So what is it? Today is February. No, today's January 31st. 31st this is the 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. So what do we have to look forward to? So I don't know what the fuck we're doing for the next two weeks before Frankfurt. We need we need something. I'm thinking we could finally have the show with Ash on it. That got delayed like two months because we delayed yeah. it and then he went on vacation and now I think we can line it all up. Dude, I'm almost mm -hmm. at my hundred mil goal. I'm almost there. Feels good, man. Feels good, man. Without taking any handouts like you. Fuck, I just do fucking wondrous tales and get fucking materia. Material Guild. That's all I've been doing. What? <laughs> it's alright. I forgive you. Yeah, just have Sly and Ethis talk shit for two hours. There you go. That could yeah. be episode 103. As far as I'm concerned. We could do that for episode 103. We'll figure something out for the next couple of weeks. Luckily, we managed to stretch this show on for quite a bit. Despite the fact that there wasn't really news to talk about. We should probably start seeing some stuff about Frankfurt before it comes out. Uh, I wonder if we'll see any more mm -hmm. leaks. Which is Samurai. Samurai. <laughs> samurai. Come on. Samurai. Get excited, guys. Samurai. Just Can I get a sa Tank Samurai chant in the chat? <laughs> tank Samurai. Tank Samurai. Tank Samurai. I'm on, I'm on Mary's side with this one. You know what? We could do filler episodes like Dragon Ball Z. We go play baseball. I'm sorry. That was Dragon Ball Super, not Dragon Ball Z. Or just eat cup noodles. Eat yeah, we just eat cup noodles the whole show. There yeah. we go. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this show. Before my, I am completely enshrouded in the darkness. So, darkness you know what's funny about that? Void. From now on, every time I play Kingdom Hearts, I'm going to have a darkness counter in the top right. Every time they say the word darkness, ding. <laughs> Sora, bells. Sora, you need to fight back against the darkness. Oh, oh. <laughs> fucking Nikki. All right, Sly, I wanted to tell them where they can find you at, my man. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on Facebook at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on the Yubtubs. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. I'm still working on my uh, second episode of Questions. Drake, so if you have any questions, tweet them at me using the hashtag questions for Drake. Uh, you can find me on Behemoth Plot 14, Word 5, Lavender Beds. I'm not going anywhere. I'm doing PvP and hopefully getting good teams and people who know what the fuck they're doing. You, yeah, okay. go carry Sly. Don't carry me. I have, to, I have to make the marks. I have to tell people who the fuck to hit because goddamn I have a goddamn LB. And it doesn't work because you don't fucking hit the person. Happy birthday, man. They can find Ultros in me, as you can see right here. You can find Ultros in me. You can't really see it, Sly, because your, your camera's right here, but they can see it. Yeah. Look at, look at that little Ultros. Look at him. Look at him! You can find us at Mr. Happy 127 everywhere. Twitter. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram. I got to post a bunch of videos about all the 30th anniversary stuff, so I'm going to be super busy for like the next several hours. I got to eat first. I got to eat first. I have no foods. I do, dude. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm hungry. What do, you, what do you want, Sly? What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. All right. What well, anyway, you? thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you next week for episode 102 of Stay the Realm. And don't forget, stay tuned for episode 104 for a fun little announcement. announcement. See you next week! Please look forward to it. Hi. Hi. All right, show's over. <laughs>